Hi, I'm Carrington Anderson. And I'm Laura Lee Harris. Welcome to our second episode of the Chamber Beat Podcast. Just wanted to thank you all for hanging in there with us last week as we continue to work out the kinks and improve sound quality. And just to remind you, episodes will be shorter until things kind of start to pick up over there at the General Assembly. Laura Lee, this is our second episode. It's probably the greatest honor of your life. Greatest honor ever. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, we just want to remind you of the purpose of this podcast. We're, We're going to inform our members of the inner workings of Capitol Hill with updates on legislation tracked by the chamber and hear from legislators and decision makers who serve to make Tennessee an even better state to live and do business. Uh, you can listen to this podcast on all the typical platforms that you tip, you would get any of your other podcasts, such as Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Deezer. All of the things. <laughs> all of the things. Give it a listen. Yeah. Um, and otherwise, slow committee week. The bill filing deadline is quickly approaching, and bills are beginning to get filed. They're approaching, I think, 300 in the General Assembly. Um, and each House member has a limit of 15 bills, and we'll expect all of those slots to fill up. Yeah, and we'll just go ahead and share with you the bill filing deadlines for the House and the Senate. The House is January 31st, and the Senate is February 2nd. The House is in recess this week and next, and the Senate comes back next week um, to do some organizational work and go ahead and start getting some business done. But we thought that this would be a good time to share with you all our focus areas whenever it comes to government affairs. I'm doing environment and energy work along with workforce development and agribusiness. And Carrington, what are you doing? I'm doing labor, workers' comp, HR, legal, and tax. So throughout the session, we will share updates on bills relative to the business community. Um, Some bills we've discussed may not be pertinent to business, but are major topics of discussion throughout the halls of the legislature. This year seems to be the year of the caption bill, and that could be because the bill filing deadlines are a little bit earlier than they typically are, but a caption bill is a bill which carries a caption broad enough to cover any number of legislative topics and certainly more or different topics than what the bill seems to address on its face. These bills can be amended to cover any topic allowed by the caption of the bill and are frequently used to give legislators or lobbyists a way to comply with bill filing deadlines while not revealing the true purpose of the bill. It appears so far that a lot of captions have been filed relative to education and transportation, which we foresee as two of the major issues this session. Um, We'll go ahead and start with some of the bills that we've seen filed that um, may be of interest to our membership. The first one's an easy one that the chamber will support. Senate Bill 105 by Senator Watson and House Bill 88 by Representative Marsh is the CDL Even Exchange Bill, which would allow military personnel who have been out of the military for a year to um, exchange their uh, military driver's license if they've driven certain heavy equipment for CDL without having taken the written test. So um, it's a great bill for our veterans and um, to get more CDL drivers on the road. There's another bill um, by Senator Nicely, Senate Bill 122 and Representative Reedy, it's House Bill 40. Um, This one is one that we'll just be monitoring, but this prohibits foreign ownership of real property. Um, So it'll be interesting to see where the sponsors go with this legislation, what their intent is. But um, moving on, Senate Bill 91 by Senator Hensley and House Bill 18 by Representative Sapicki. Um, It has to do with classification of wetlands. It would prohibit TDEC from classifying property as a wetland where the property is classified as prior converted cropland, which is exempt from classification of a wetland under, under federal law. 
House Bill 80 by um, Leader Lamberth. It doesn't have a Senate companion yet, but it's relative to underground injection and allows underground injection activities authorized by rule to not be subject to the general five-year term limit under the Water Quality Control Act. House Bill 86 by Representative Marsh. It doesn't have a Senate companion net either, but it's relative to the Duck River Development Agency. It would establish a per thousand gallon fee to charge participating entities for water withdrawals out of the Duck River. Another bill that we anticipate this session is the Clean Act. It hasn't been filed yet, but um, it's been brought the past couple of general assemblies by Senator Briggs and Representative Faison. Um, and it's relative to litter. It would create a bottle deposit tax program along with an independent commission that would have rule promulgating authority uh, relative to litter. And the chamber and the business community have traditionally been opposed to this bill. And um, while we've not seen language yet for this legislation, we do foresee that it is coming. And um, we anticipate that we'll have that same position of opposition. Yeah. Um, another bill is Senate Bill 151 by Senator Nicely and House Bill 4, which is by Representative Carr. And this kind of deals with employment or internships for certain visa holders. And it would allow visa holders to seek employment or an internship in Tennessee consistent with the federal law without verification by a state or local governmental entity through the SAVE program. And so this is a bill that we'll continue to look at and are monitoring and we'll continue to give updates and it'll go through our committee before we formulate a position on that bill. Another bill is Senate Bill 2 by Leader Johnson. And this bill places limitations on claims against a person for loss or death from COVID-19. And this bill has been around a few sessions with COVID and last year it actually passed on the last day of session. Um, and it had a sunset. And so this bill would be making those limitations permanent. And the chamber has been supportive of this type of legislation because it ensures there are no frivolous lawsuits. Another bill that I'll mention is Senate Bill 73 by Chairman Watson. And the House bill has not been filed yet, but it will surely be Representative Garrett. And this bill is the Tennessee Information Protection Act, aka this is the data privacy bill. Um, and it establishes personal information rights for consumers and responsibilities for data controllers. Um, Representative Garrett has had this, I think this will be the third year it's introduced, um, and he's very passionate about this bill. Uh, Chairman Watson is a new sponsor for this bill. Prior, it was former Senator Mike Bell. Um, historically, the chamber has been opposed to this legislation, but I will say that the sponsors have been really great to work with um, and hear us out. And we're looking forward to working uh, with them this year on just the business community's concerns. And part of those concerns are just the cost to business and the compliance is really difficult for businesses as well. Another bill I'll mention kind of moving into the workers' comp sphere is Senate Bill 97 by Senator Paige Wally. And this deals with maximum weekly death benefits through workers' comp and actually is expanding workers' compensation death benefits for spouses who remarry. And this is a bill that we are monitoring and we need to run it through our committees before we formulate a position. Another workers' comp bill is House Bill 82 by Leader Lambert. And this also uh, deals with workers' comp and would make changes to attorney fees, medical expenses, award timelines, and benefits of settlement. 
This is an administration bill and just making some minor cleanups to workers' comp, and we're currently evaluating its impact. Another bill is House Bill 73, also by Leader Lamberth, and it updates maximum potential penalties for OSHA violations to match federal law. Um, definitely have some questions about this bill uh, and are monitoring it and need to run it through our HR committee. So we will definitely be bringing more updates on all of these bills and more each week, uh, especially as they go through our committees and we formulate positions on them. So some other major conversations this year will be infrastructure, which is no surprise. This will be part of the governor's agenda. Um, and then some other conversations that the chamber will not be involved in because there's no significant impact to the business community, but that would be prohibiting transgender surgeries for minors, um, abortion, and maybe even some exceptions with that. Yeah, and the governor's state of the state is February 6th, so we will have more information on the governor's agenda closer to that time and look forward to talking more about that on our podcast this that week. Moving along, we um, do want to note that in our capital update, we have a document that has all of our new members. Um, it's definitely a great resource to um, see those new members' faces and their, a little bit of their background and get familiar with them as we... Um, move into this new legislative session. There are new 19 new House members and three new Senate members. Um, also in the Capitol update, you will find that we are talking about notable committee assignments. There have been a few changes whenever it comes to leadership, but you can find more in the email. We thank you so much for joining us this week and moving forward, we hope to have a watch list of sorts on this podcast to talk about um, bills that are calendared for the following week that could be of interest to the business community. But um, for now, that's it. And we will have more for you next week. Thanks. Thanks.